0: Yeah, and so long story short, that's how yeah. I ended up in a Turkish bathhouse with a pygmy goat. I mean, it, it, it seems like the kind of thing that could happen to just about anybody, right?
1: Right. I, I do not know why I'm being held responsible for this.
0: No, I, I, I completely agree. It's it's absurd that they think that the Danish was your fault. I'm anyway,
1: like we should get started, right? We should Let's we get should get started, this. yeah. Uh huh. <clears throat> <laughs> <clears throat> It's Morning Radio, TVD coming up on the program. I don't know, let's find out. It's a balmy spring day in America. Morning Radio, TVD. Good morning,
0: ladies and gentlemen. This is Ryan, the Lead Pipe Cipriani, along with Joshua, the Conqueror of Jericho, bringing you more uh, snips and uh, clips from this week in uh, pop culture and uh, politics. Uh, Josh, how are you
1: doing today? Snips. Clips, quips. Ah, it. quips. Damn it! There we go. I, how did I miss that one? Yep. Doctor Sizzus in the house.
0: <laughs> it's uh, it, 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 you said it's a balmy spring day there. It's it's uh, it's actually quite warm here in Nashville as well. Like we, we have. Um, I feel like I'm always griping about the weather when we start these things, but like it's weird uh, because we're we're going up into the 80s today, like mid 80s. Um, and then it's going to rain all day tomorrow, and it'll crash back into the fifties and thirties over the weekend. I love. Wait, thirties, thirties at night. That's insane. That's that is the schizophrenic weather that that we have uh, to deal with right now. Everybody will have already lived through this by the time this episode comes out. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they'll be like they'll be like, yeah, it was cold and it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, welcome to spring. Mm-hmm. It welcome was to- uh, <laughs> well, took my kid to, to the bus stop. Oh, and uh, it was like sixty, and my neat. wife is like, "I hate it here." <laughs> you can you can manage. It'll be it'll be eighty in like two hours. Chill. Uh, oh, it wasn't warm enough already at in the mid sixties. Well, in the morning, in, in the in the morning, taking my kid to the bus stop at like eight a.m. It's it's sixty. It's like sixty, sixty one. And that's not warm enough. That's so pleasant. This, I, this I, I woman. don't
0: it's no it's it's all right i i you know my my brother-in-law is also very much attracted to the heat
1: i it's it's all good i think winter assaulted her in canada growing up (laughs) i think it committed unspeakable acts upon her person unspeakable
0: crimes okay that's that's fair i i can i i that's reasonable
1: i guess yeah but come on meanwhile over here i'm like yes please (laughs)
0: <laughs> I was going to say the 60s is like, that's my jam, man. Like light jacket weather, that's the best. I love it. Right? There are so many great jackets in the world, and I feel like they just don't get worn enough because it's just not, you know, it's just not in that
1: bandwidth nearly enough. Not, not for the South. No, n- not, not at all for the South. Not for the South, where we're contemplating building prisons outside of Disney World and expanding our. Not allowed to say gay in any, any school. So uh, I, we all knew it was going to happen. I,
0: this, is, this is like, this whole series of events is hysterical to me, because I, I actually think that so I, I think that DeSantis thinks that he is playing to uh, like a national audience with this. I, I mean, I am, obviously, I'm firmly on the left, but it looks a little absurd. Like, not, it looks like he's taking it personally at this point, and he's just kind of throwing... A, the whole thing with Disney, I think he actually would have been better off taking the L and just walking away and letting everybody forget about it. Uh, but now that he continues to drag it up, it continues to show that he's just kind of a petulant bitch. Like, I, I don't know a better way of putting it. He's he's the whiniest little asshole in politics right now. And this, this fight with Disney... The expansion of the don't say gay law, that's that is insanity. But he's just I don't I, I, he is not ready for the national stage and his donors are pulling back.
1: Yeah, he's got a couple of uh, big shot GOP donors that are like, I, don't, mm, I yeah. don't know if I want to give him money. I'm like, ooh. That's interesting. We'll have to see how this plays out for him.
0: I actually looked into the one um, Thomas Petterfee, I think is the guy's name. He's a he's a, a right wing tech uh, donor, not a, a, not a moderate. I mean, firmly conservative. And uh, I looked into his like open secrets. You know, like where has his money? I mean, the dude has literally donated millions of dollars to um packs and super packs and individual politicians on the right he is a mate he's expected to be a major donor for desantis and him and several of his friends have said "Nah, we don't think so yeah i think he's going too hard
1: he is <laughs> he's going too hard in the paint the i, I love the whole news story about him like talking about building a prison next to disney world so anyone who who may not know uh the walt disney world uh area is quite large huge so when you say build a prison next to Disney World, it's not like you're going to see the barbed wire next to Cinderella's castle. It right. won't happen. It won't no. happen. You're still talking <laughs> uh,
0: miles apart. It, it, the, the square mileage is, I mean, the, the old fact from our backlot tour days, it's the size of the island of Manhattan it's, yeah, is that the the entire like complex that Disney, because the whole thing was like if you if, you know, for the nerds out there, if you're really into the lore, Disney built Disneyland in California, and then businesses immediately sprang up around him, and he couldn't expand it anymore. And he got frustrated with that fact. So he decided to go buy a massive swath of land in Florida when he built Disney World. And so
1: even what you've seen developed is it's only like a third of it, right? I believe that's correct. Yeah. Might be a little more than that by now. But um, they, yeah, still, they own a ton of land out there and there is a ton of space uh, between Disney World and uh, civilization. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's yeah. so I'll tell you what will suck is when they decide to build the prison off of old Lake Wilson Road in Kissimmee, uh, because that junction is already uh hellscape so i mean i
0: i I can i can see desantis putting forward a bill of um like uh, approving execution by alligator where they just throw prisoners into uh into the headwaters of the everglades and let the gators take them like i could see him doing
1: something like fucking sadistic like that and being like well you know well as long as there's an addendum where it's like you have to fight the gator if you win you get a full pardon (laughs) you get all your rights reinstated you get a small condo in south you know on the south side uh like (laughs) because you took down the gator you took down the gator yeah i hear you i mean quick quick tip if you're gonna fight a gator uh make sure its mouth is closed once the mouth is closed like you you've got it like you you want all their force is in closing their mouth they can't open worth shit super interesting Mm mm-hmm Get yeah, that thing closed.
0: Gator anatomy is—I mean, they—they are my like deepest fear, but they are—they're fascinating creatures.
1: What's your last request, Bobby? Roll a duct tape. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah, they, when when the when the last meal requests start being electrical tape and clamps, they're going to—they're yeah. gonna be like, I don't think you can eat these, but I mean, he requested it.
1: And he's, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Shit, he's death by alligator today.
0: <laughs> oh God! No, De- DeSantis. He he. At one point, to me, seemed like one of the more terrifying Republican candidates up and coming because he seemed like he was super competent and intelligent. Um, no, I think he's a. I th- he's he's just as like goofy as the rest of these guys. Like it, these kinds of politics cannot win on a
1: national stage. Exactly. He is scarily effective in Florida. But that's yeah. because he's got an entire legislature right. back in him. These insane policies are not coming just from him. They're coming from the people that are elected by each and every county yep. being like, yeah, we we hate the trans and the gays. Absolutely. We hate them all. Uh We just need to, to pray more. Dude, I think a Star Trek future is on the horizon. Okay, I'm, I'm starting to think about this because the... The history in Star Trek is that uh, we eventually went into like a eugenics war and a World War Three. I, I I was gonna say I thought World War Two was essentially
0: a I mean a, when you get down to it a eugenics war like yes. that's that's what
1: it was and we were supposed to have learned our fucking lesson. Well, and that's I think what Gene Roddenberry was was hopeful for when he created Star Trek in the sixties. Got it. Uh, but we're we're repeating a lot of things yes we are and so star trek history as it is right now is you know it started uh with american civil war two, the eugenics war into world war three hmm. uh, everybody just like ripped this planet apart yeah and then in the process of picking up the pieces they develop war drive they get attr- attract the notice of the vulcans and other aliens and then you know A whole bright new future, interesting. But there's a very dark part of that history, which is like we wouldn't have gotten there if we hadn't
0: having destroyed ourselves. Had we we not like completely torn down civilization in the first place? Yeah, that's. I mean, it it very much, and I'm you know I'm always I'm always trying to take the rational approach and think about what are my feelings versus what what are the facts of the matter, right? Um, and it very much feels like things are getting worse in that regard and i i you know i'm i'm trying to decide if those are valid feelings if they are supported by fact um or if it's just overexposure to media because you know i
1: stay maybe a little too dialed into this shit possibly and it's whatever is being screamed at us from our various uh web boxes yeah no kidding but i want to talk about actually some uh fun stuff stray a little from the doom and gloom that is american politics <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs> talk a little bit about american consumerism what so uh, 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 we're gonna jump into this
0: and and i love it on those lines though i have to i have to say whilst in myrtle beach this because this feels like right up the alley of american consumerism
1: uh i did in fact eat at a pancake house um, folks if you remember last week's episode <laughs> I warned him. I warned him about the like 14 dozen pancake places in Myrtle Beach. It's unavoidable. It's, I don't think it there's it a way to get breakfast in Myrtle Beach odd. without going.
0: And that was exactly the the, the problem was uh my <laughs> my one teammate and I that decided we wanted to go off-site from the hotel for one breakfast. All we could fucking find <laughs> were pancake houses. <laughs> That's um, all there is? That's all there is. So I did get called out, by the way, um, for dissing on the pantry, pancake pantry here in Nashville. Uh, so that uh, that caused quite the stir. So I do need to uh, apologize to my Aunt Gail for um, bad-mouthing the pancake pantry. Uh, she was all in favor of the pancake houses in general. Um, and, uh, you know, I said I stand by what I said. Um, I still kind of do. But I absolutely ate at a, uh, a pancake house. And it was one of those, you know, like very obliquely named, like, you know, House of Flapjacks or something along those lines. Or Hot Stacks or, you know. So, yep. yeah. Well, yep, it happened. Which hotel do you stay at yeah. out there? Marina Inn. It's... okay. Yeah, it's a... I mean, it was a pretty fine, fine hotel. It was like uh, directly adjacent to the Grand Dunes, though, and Grand Dunes is one of Marriott's like premier um, vacation club properties. Mm. And uh, so, if you're ever staying like near a Grandy Dunes, there is usually like some sort of shared space where you see like really high end stuff. And like, there was just casually a Ruth's Chris hanging out, uh, you know, next to this hotel. That I was like, oh, there's
1: there's Ruth's Chris. If you want to pay for an overpriced steak, but well, that's the thing—you have to budget for the overpriced dinner. So you go to a hole-in-the-wall pancake house, <laughs> or if you don't like that one, you go across the street. So I, the I mean, pancake house.
0: You could literally—we we passed several on the way to the one that we're in. Like even along the way, we're like, does it make sense for us to be passing these other ones? Like, can, could
1: could any of these work? But you know, Yelp reviews are Yelp reviews. What are you going to say? Remind me to send a, a picture to you that uh, a friend of mine who who listens uh, sent to me. It is a Waffle House right next to a Waffle House, and I don't know what's happening.
0: That's – well, I mean, everybody remembers the Starbucks across the street from the Starbucks in, in New York City. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. It, we get to this weird – this is American consumerism. This is late-stage
1: capitalism at work. <laughs> there was a sign up in the window of the the Starbucks that's like, hey, please, no flash photography. And you're like, oh, that's that's weird. But then it's realized because if you and a buddy went to each Starbucks and took a picture of each other from opposite Starbucks, uh, the universe would implode. Oh, kind of like crossing the streams, right? Basically, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Right. So it's total protonic reversal, um, thanks to the flashes on your on your phone. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. So, I, I don't. I, I think one of them closed. I think one of them did close. Yes, yes. <laughs> I believe that is the lore. <laughs> They're like, this is too dangerous.
1: You need to move <laughs> at least two blocks over,
0: so that we don't have you know, uh, life as we know it ending and every molecule in your body exploding at
1: the speed of light. <laughs> Just conjure an image of—I uh, think it was the Simpsons movie. Everybody <laughs> in the bar goes to the, runs to the church. Everyone in the church runs to the bar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the world's I, I mean, if that if
0: that by itself doesn't encapsulate American politics. I i don't know. They 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 nailed it with that one.
1: that oh man. That uh that shows they it's got something.
0: They they do. They're just they're great observers of uh human behavior. Did you have pancakes? I in fact had pancakes. Good. Thank I got you. a short stack just because I was like I'm in a fucking pancake house. I might as well have some pan I will I'll say this though, Josh. I imagine this is probably the case at most places, but most places have the courtesy to hide it and put their syrup into, you know, like the little glass jar with a little, you know, tin mouth at the top. These were just bottles of like Kroger syrup sitting out on the tables. It was like I love it log cabin all natural or some shit like that. And when I looked at you know the back, the first ingredient was high fructose corn syrup, and I was like, see, you gotta, you have to at least hide it. Right, like, make me believe that there's something special about your fucking syrup. Don't just say, be like, yeah, we got this from the grocery store next door.
1: Yep. So, I am I am ridiculously pleased that <laughs> you got suckered into a pancake house in Myrtle Beach because it's unavoidable. <laughs> it's... Uh, they're they're the future. <laughs> are, are they? <laughs> they will expand beyond South Carolina. They will just go up the coastal highway.
0: Up the coastal, high, up up the uh,
1: up the Atlantic coast. Yes, it'll just be pancake houses. <laughs>
0: the South oh, has shit.
1: you know fried chicken with your waffles or pancakes, but then you cross into Maryland and then it's like crab cakes and flapjacks. Oh, oh, interesting. Okay, <laughs> Maine, you get a lobster tail. Lobster tail, yeah. I mean, you know
0: the 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 chicken and waffles is a big thing, but I'm I'm wondering like when do we get chicken and pancakes?
1: Right. Yeah. What's going on there?
0: Seriously, make it Seriously. happen. Somebody
1: needs to. Chicken and right. Flappies. Anyway, let's dive into the important news of the day.
0: I was gonna say, yeah. Let's. Uh, you you uh, you had some you had some thoughts. Warner Brothers
1: Discovery has been busy. Aren't they always? They are very busy. Like and in the most people are paying ways. attention to them versus like other studios. Okay. Uh, so they got the rights to do a whole bunch of Tolkien stuff. Like any Lord of the Rings thing they want to do ever, they now I guess bought the rights to be able to do it. I'm struggling with this a little bit. Yeah. I don't know how I feel. Because uh if I'm gonna paraphrase Boromir here a minute, um Lord of the Rings needs no remake.
0: I it it really doesn't. Especially not this close to when the original I mean we're only twenty years out of the original coming out i don't know what you could do about them better other than to go the identical direction peter jackson went but release it as a mini series over like 15 or 16 episodes where you can bring in i mean because obviously they they have to leave something out in the movies right like the the, the books are like 500 000 words or something like that but between all three of them like you you can't get all of that in even Half long of that is
1: just describing your setting
0: but yeah that's what well, and actually that's a, that, that's a that's a good point i mean no you're <laughs> you're not wrong um i mean but but all the same i i don't understand it was i mean it, they are universally lauded just in general right like they are the the movies all have like 8.0 or higher in audience ratings um, i think uh, return of the king is approaching like a 9.0 movie like they are they are Nobody believes that anything was done badly about those movies. Like, it just, it, there was almost so little room for improvement that when The Hobbit came out and tried to recapture it, everybody was like, yeah, you can't do Lightning in a Bottle like this twice.
1: I don't know what needs to be redone about those movies. We, uh, a buddy of mine, uh, we went to go s- see the screening of Return of the King Aye. for its 20th anniversary. And uh, we were, in, we we're in Huntsville, Alabama. And I wait till day of because I want to make sure I actually no hiccups at the plane, anything like that. Make sure we're going to we're going to go. And so I go online to get tickets and theater is packed. Yeah, I was very impressed. Uh, I also hate assigned seating in the theater. It's (laughs) pissing me off, but that's a whole nother (laughs) rant. Uh, So we're like, shoot, I don't want to be in the front row where my head is all distorted trying to watch a four and a half hour movie. Mm hmm. So we make it work. We, we find a screening with seats, and yeah, the whole, whole theater is full. It is just an amazing experience. Love that movie. Definitely get about halfway through, and I'm like, Whew, this is long. It, they are long movies. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is a long one. And it was, it was uh, the extended edition. I didn't realize, oh, but shit. they screened the extended edition. Whoa, I was like, hang on a minute. So, full four and a half hours long long movies suck at James Cameron uh, <laughs> that chair's uncomfortable for four and a half hours <laughs> theater got a little warm my buddy and I we love these movies right but we're definitely like all right mouth of Sauron let's decapitate him already let's get a roll on destroy the ring come on I'm ready for it uh, but the Thursday night regenerate the King screening blew every other movie out of the water in in terms of of uh profit right it's a thursday night so like put a little asterisk on it if you want to but uh return of the king indeed that's all i'm gonna say return of the king indeed
0: i just i just looked it up on imdb 9.0 rating out of 2 million ratings like it's it is among the highest like
1: most like well-received films of the last century I think the only criticism that people have is the uh, like four um, false endings. Oh uh, yeah, that's that, that's a good point. The <laughs> it just keeps ending over
0: and over and over.
1: Okay, it went to black. No, hang on.
0: Uh, not quite yet. Not quite
1: yet. <laughs> but there's still so much to cover, and there is, for as faithful as those films were, there is a ton that Peter Jackson left untouched and, and did not address. And and. and- no disagreement
0: here, right? Like as as a, a fan of the original text um, and and somebody who was just like gripped by those books as a child, um, yeah, a lot is left on the cutting room floor. I I, I actually think this is a credit though to these movies in, in that I mean part of the editing of a film is trying to find the the most tightly wound, most compelling story that you possibly can, and. I have to give them a lot of credit for what they accomplished. I don't think that anything is left behind. That is, I, I everybody will make the Tom Bombadil argument, but I'm like, I don't, I don't fucking see the need. Like it's, it's such a weird, like esoteric aspect of uh, of the books in the first place that help immerse you in in the world. Certainly, the scouring of the Shire is another one that I'm like, yeah, I know it was left out, but I that was probably my least favorite part of the books was that even after the big war. We had another war Um, and uh, I I think that what Peter Jackson left out made for as a film very effective movies and I, I again I'm not sure why we
1: want to go back and see if we can do it better and I think where he went wrong with The Hobbit was he was trying to bring all the lore in the Hobbit, because there's a lot of stuff that happens during the time frame of the Hobbit that you, you learn about while reading the Lord of the Rings. Right. And that's, um, that's
0: largely because the Hobbit was never supposed to be a prequel. It was supposed to be a standalone fairy tale. And then when they came back and asked him for a more adult book, like Tolkien himself had to retcon his original work.
1: Yeah. Which kind of doesn't make sense now because Like copies of the hobbit now uh they're fixed so it's like if you read the hobbit now it kind of gives you the full like actual story what happened whereas you go and read lord of the rings and bilbo and gandalf make allusions to how uh we kind of lied earlier Um, but you won't know because the the hobbit now has altered so it actually interesting yeah Hmm. I guess I didn't realize that. Yeah, because it, it's it's a whole different thing. Because in Lord of the Rings, Bilbo alludes to when Gandalf is kind of like, "What's uh, what's up with the 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 magic ring?" He's like, "Oh, it was a it was a present. Mm-hmm. So don't don't worry about it. All good." Um, <laughs> and then the the true story with with Gollum right uh, is revealed later. Um, I don't know how you go about redoing those. And honestly, I hope. They leave him alone for several more years yet. We already have a movie that's coming down the pipe. I think it comes out next year. It's an animated film, and it's called The War of the Rohirrim. And it's going to be the story of Helm Hammerhand. Okay. And so you're you're going a little bit further back in time. Uh, All right. I think it's narrated by the woman that made the terrible stew, Eowyn. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Poor Eowyn. She gets such a raw deal.
1: She's fantastic.
0: She's great. I I mean, it, it, like I I I wanted more for Eowyn. Like she's she's the hero of a moment, and like then just kind of promptly forgotten.
1: Yeah, she uh, she she's fine. She takes down the fucking Witch King. She does the Witch King of Angmar. That's more story that I need. The Witch King of Angmar. Yes. Yeah. Give me give me that story. Don't fuck it up. Give me that story. I well and this is
0: the I mean this is I guess the issue that I have with with any of this in terms of like diving back into these like uh lore worlds uh the blowback from Rings of Power has been
1: severe and it's cuz they rushed it, they rushed the ending. I'm very I'm displeased.
0: They, but they rushed it on a show that they spent like a billion dollars on or some shit like that. Like I I remember it was an exorbitant amount of money that was spent on that show and they fucked it up. In my opinion,
1: uh, a lot of people actually really love that series. And here's the thing. The, the actress that plays Galadriel. Yeah. She does a phenomenal job. Okay. She's wonderful. I think everybody plays their roles very well. Hmm. Um, but we talk about we talk about bad writing yeah a lot in our other podcast and i feel like we had some of that here where it, they were they were trying to get to a certain moment really quick i was like why are you rushing this should be a build out this and, whole reveal and I,
0: and we we've discussed this on the other podcast as well is the difference between essentially hollywood writers and like authors I don't know why people are trying to mess with the words of Tolkien. Maybe this is you know, maybe I'm being a little bit fanboyish here, but as I mean, he's a revered writer for the last century, right. One of the, if not the greatest fantasy author of the last hundred years, basically wrote the book on how to write fantasy and and to write epic fantasy why are people messing with that if he had it laid out in a particular way why are people trying to fix tolkien
1: well and i'm i I will present this as an argument yeah most of tolkien's middle earth work is unfinished okay and in drafts uh the hobbit and the lord of the rings are the only like finished works fair enough and if he had more time who's to say he still wouldn't have tinkered with them more yeah. Uh, Cause he tinkers a lot with the other legends okay. of like the first and second age. Like the Silmarillion is a compiled work. That's not finished. It is the work that he left behind several drafts over that his son Christopher took and painstakingly tried to put together and present out there. And I think even he says it's not perfect. Right. <laughs> um, and it's a challenge because it's, not much of a narrative it's a collection of essays right well it's a think about like you have an encyclopedia right you know it's kind of it's kind of like that the the stories aren't very fleshed out okay and that's the thing is lord the lord of the rings trilogy is full of references and songs and allusions to these different figures in the past because when people think middle earth and think lord of the rings you think of sauron like everything centers around the ring, right? And sure. Sauron, and you're like, there's actually a crap ton of lore <laughs> that's way before this, um, but Tolkien's writings itself were in flux. Okay, and so I think there needs to be some creative leeway when you try to adapt any of that other work. I'm, I'm.
0: I'm, I'm realizing I've never read the Silmarillion and I'm like, I should, I should order this book right now. While we're, while we're Good
1: talking. freaking luck. Yeah. It's really difficult. Why? Uh, because there are you, you, within two pages, you're introduced to like 18 different oh, 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 characters. The, the, that, read, like, the read, the read is difficult. Yeah. The read is difficult. I mean, i am
0: I've been working my way through some absolute shit lately. So I, uh, I feel, I feel prepared. Okay. We'll the nightland, check back in. the nightland still lives in my head rent free.
1: That's unfortunate.
0: I, I am getting close to getting my essay on it done, and I am hoping that when it's finished, I will just, like, eject this fucking novel from my head for
1: all time. But if that's not enough, uh, Warner Brothers Discovery is going to tamper with Tolkien's universe. They are also thinking, you know what? It's time for s- to redo Harry Potter. Again.
0: Why? The, I mean, the Harry Potter movies were launching around the same time as The Lord
1: of the Rings. I, I, yeah, I think you're right. I think they came out like the same year.
0: Yeah, there was, there was some parallel release. Like these,
1: these, are not, these are properties and projects that are not old. Now, where I argue that Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings trilogy is a masterpiece and you don't need to redo it. Yeah. The Harry Potter films are another matter.
0: Okay, go on. I, I I feel like you have brought this up before. Like, you have said that there
1: are eight movies and two of them are good. And I may be a minority voice on this. <laughs> but I'm still going to stand by it. Because okay. one and two are the most faithful to the books. Okay. One and two of all the movies might be the most boring. Okay. But that's because they're the most faithful to the books. So uh it's slow interesting at parts. yeah there's still stuff that's cut out but very little right and then when you got to book 3 like film 3 it was like the studio was like hold on we're going to put like one cohesive uh tone and style in place and we are going to desaturate everything make it look really grim and awful uh we're going to change the looks of the castle grounds a uh, couple of the teachers get a complete makeover and you're like, who the hell is that?
0: I do remember there being a whole like controversy over um, they wanted the, the students at Hogwarts to start wearing more fashionable clothes rather than like what they wore in the books, which was like robes and little pointy yeah.
1: hats. You're like, no, they go to a prep school. Right. <laughs> they wear <a> uniform. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, it, it it keeps it down. Uh, the, the my big issue, honestly, yes. was, was Dumbledore was always okay. Dumbledore. They the actor died. Yeah. So you have to recast, but his performance is just way out of line with how Dumbledore is in the books, in my opinion. Okay. So I have never liked Dumbledore part two. Gotcha. So I would not mind another crack at the series. Okay, And I think it would only work as a series. Like there's discussions about making it, you know, a, a series event, not a movie, each book. You, you go over the course of a series. I'm on board with that. I think that's more doable, okay, and see them grow and take time with the stories. I think they might struggle with the first couple of books because there may not be enough in those earlier books to spread out over a series. So my, my answer to that, if I, if I
0: could interject real quick, even though I'm completely like, again, I'm like, why are we doing this? If you were to go that route and you were to do like eight episode series, books one and two, maybe even part of book three would be the first eight episodes, right? Because that would give you four hours to spread out over each book and then eight hours for the latter books, um... I mean, you, you'd have to go into like a, eight seasons, seven seasons, and, and feel like you're going to maintain an audience over that uh, that period. But well, I think yeah, that's... yeah, because your
1: cast has to grow up with it. Right. Yeah. We need to Stranger Things, the cast. Yeah. Um, so I think that could work. I don't think we need it. And then as of this morning, I saw online, they were like, oh, yeah, we're also going to redo Twilight. I'm, no. <laughs> no.
0: So all of this uh, all of this begs the question. And and this is a uh, we we've actually we've touched on this in cinema before but like is Hollywood out of ideas? The the fact that they are returning to these properties that are not even 20 years old and want to completely redo them in what is clearly a naked cash grab. Absolutely. What about the industry has so fundamentally broken that Nobody wants to take new risks. Like I, I, I'm, I'm completely unfamiliar with his work, but I am very aware that apparently the current king of fantasy is Brandon Sanderson, and like he is, he apparently owns that entire sphere. And if it weren't for the fact that you know I'm reading backwards right now, and. Um, you know really focusing on old classics uh and uh, like pulp fiction from you know the 20s and 30s sanderson is probably somebody that i should be reading right now i'm I, like i said I'm, I'm unfamiliar with his work but he seems to have such an outsized influence on that community that even i know who he is even though i haven't read a single one of his books um it, it seems like that would be ripe
1: soil for adaptations so what the hell is going on that's a, that's a very good question. I wonder if Sanderson is maintaining a certain creative control over his cosmere, uh, because all his stories, what's cool is all his stories take place in the same, uh, universe. And I mean that literally, like, yeah. I think it's all within like the same solar system. Okay. <laughs> each, yeah. each like world is its own actual world, but there's like connective tissue. That's that super cool. He will eventually start teasing a little more overtly. Yeah. Uh, you definitely, you definitely should read him. I, okay. I, I've, I've read almost all of his stuff. It's, it's very enjoyable, and it's he's an easy read too. Oh, good. Okay, like once you get a hang of whatever the magic system is, okay, uh, and then it's, it's just a breeze to nice. go through these books. Okay, um, but yeah, I think it is a, especially in the case of Warner Brothers, I think they are struggling. Yeah, and. They just—you have a struggle between the old and new guard in trying to figure out what's what to do, where I,
0: to go. I heard that Zazlab is already super disappointed with Aquaman. Aquaman two.
1: Well, it's a throwaway film anyway. They're going a new direction. They're you know let James Gunn do his thing. Uh, so you've got to get these lame duck films yeah. out of the way. He should be in an upset with Aquaman one.
0: I again Aquaman 1 it's so weirdly unbalanced to me and I wish it was more of what the second half of the movie is and less of what the first half of the movie is
1: well I think Aquaman 2 is a bunch of the second half of Aquaman 1 I might love Aquaman 2 who's to say anyway maybe Uh, I don't even know if I'm gonna go see the flash I I, my fervor has died down a little bit I don't know if Michael Keaton's enough for me. My fervor on a wait.
0: lot of these things has really died down.
1: Well, that's unfortunate, Ryan, because we're getting like 8 million new Star Wars things. I, and, and it sounds like the
0: reception from that, from what I heard, was like underwhelming. Like they were expecting gasps and applause and it was a lot of huh from the audience when that was announced. I think it
1: depends on which project. Gotcha. Uh, because I think people are excited about Ahsoka. Okay. But I think that's because people are really hoping for Dave Filoni's Star Wars movie to be kind of an adaptation of Heir to the Empire, Timothy Zahn's Thrawn trilogy.
0: I, it, again, I, this is what I don't understand. The, there are perfect and have been perfect opportunities to adapt existing books into expansions of these of these universes. And you, you really don't have... I mean, I would think that the screenwriters would be like thanking their fucking lucky stars because all they really have to do is adapt, right? It, they, they don't have to make a whole lot of changes. They just need to make sure that, you know, they're capturing the story in 90 pages instead of 250. I The fact that um, the Heir of the Empire uh, trilogy was not the official sequel trilogy still kind of hurts me a little bit because they
1: are, those are brilliant books. Well, and there's an argument right now about, do you, uh, do you do deep fakes for your original cast or do you just take the leap of faith, recast these characters? If you want to have Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Princess Leia running around, even though it is 40 years. Yeah. Has passed. uh how how do you do it and they are attempting it a little bit with luke skywalker's appearances in the mandalorian yeah it's uh it's it's okay i don't want a movie of it just recast it i we'll be fine or alternative let it go
0: like i i the i think part of the franchise fatigue that i'm like really kind of really feeling this is this this applies to star wars which was formative for me growing up right like i i read every expanded universe novel like that was that's what i those were the the trash novels that i was you know like again back in the the 20s and 30s they had like the john carter from mars books you know were like the trash pulp fiction i read every single fucking expanded universe novel of star- those were the trash novels oh, yeah. That, yeah exactly uh, of of my my youth um so star wars Lord of the Rings, um, you know, uh, comic books. I was equally DC and Marvel fans, uh, a fan of DC and Marvel. So, I, like, I loved all of this shit growing up. Like, it's, it is, it, I, I am dyed-in-the-wool a nerd. I'm so tired of all of it. And I don't know if it's because it, it is carryover from this has been my childhood straight through to my adulthood that now I'm just, I'm ready for different stories but i also feel like we live in this this moment of like perpetualism where things just always have to keep going and it's it's almost an existential struggle playing out in the the pop culture arena where we're not willing to allow things to end and you know not to get like deeply philosophical with this but like part of what makes something enjoyable and part of what makes something special is when it exists in a capsule, right? Like when it's it, its its own isolated moment. And we've allowed Star Wars and we've allowed Lord of the Rings and we've allowed Marvel to burst beyond what their moment was and just constantly exist that none of it feels special anymore. It just all feels really tired.
1: I think the key to this yeah. is going to be this Lord of the Rings sequel trilogy that's coming out from author... Uh, Dimitri Polycron. He's he's a Russian Autobot. I, like his, Is this his name? Yes. Uh, he wrote a sequel trilogy to The Why? Lord of the Rings. The Fellowship of the King. Okay, well, because fan fiction. It's a thing. It's if, out there. It exists. Okay. But this guy went and got it published somehow? Here's the thing. I have no problem with fan fiction, right?
0: I, I, I think it's, you know, um, I, I mean... Uh, Martin George R. R. Martin believes that fan fiction is basically the way to creative death as a writer. I'm not complete, I don't completely disagree with that idea, but I like, I, I mean, again, the most of the Star Wars expanded universe was fanfic. Can, can, can <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Um,
1: uh, I think you should uh, take a read of the first few pages of Fellowship of the King, uh, it's awful. It is so awful. It obviously over- it, it, it pleases me unnecessarily because of how bad it is. Because this guy, big set of testicles on him to he go is up against trying he is trying to sue like the Tolkien estate what? for copyright infringement. And you're like, um okay. Good good luck with that.
0: I we this is this is one of the reasons that I am like so ardently A supporter of like uh the indie authors that do rise to the top right like the the good indie authors of the world we need fucking new media we we just need we need new stuff to get excited about this kind of bullshit where people are like brazenly saying that they can write better than you know one of the great authors of the the last hundred years jesus christ like spoiler he can't yeah of course he can't it's really awful it took tolkien a decade to write those books like it's you know it's not like they happened quickly, <laughs> right? Like he agonized over every single word, and he was a man of of, of experience in the world, you know. Like Tolkien, he fought in World War One, didn't he? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's apparently a, bit, a major influence on huge,
1: the Lord of the Rings.
0: Huge fucking influence, right? It's and it's things like that. It's it, I, I don't know, like it's there's they're just their experiences inherent in these authors and their works that like it just can't be recreated because you think you can write like them yeah and whoever this russian autobot is clearly
1: i don't know it's um it's some decepticon behavior yeah seriously uh but i i i am here for this train wreck uh because i think we all know how it will inevitably end but in the meantime i just think it's so bizarrely funny <laughs> <laughs> the fellowship of the king you're like the synopsis i'm like okay this is really whacked but all right yeah uh and then first few paragraphs i'm like nope this is awful it's just awful i i
0: i i'm i'm like over i'm over here pontificating on the fact that like books used to take a while to write and thought (laughs) Went I mean, into they still them, do right, and that's the thing. Like, the, the, I think the people who like really take the craft seriously still take some time to write their books, and it's. I mean, we've we've talked about Toni Morrison on this podcast, right? Like, Toni Morrison, one of the most lauded and and uh, decorated authors of uh, the the twentieth century, but she doesn't have like a backlog of like fifty books. But but it's because she was so deliberative with what she put out into the world, and like yeah. we're we're in such a like a fast economy and fast like pop culture that people like and i i'm i'm wondering now if there is some now finally pushback against this like more 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 because there have been so many crash and burns in marvel in star wars in the lord of the rings that people like are are getting to a point like maybe we don't just need more maybe we would like actually good content again, better not more but better better takes time it doesn't, it, it just, it takes time. Uh, but we're getting a new Godzilla Kong movie. Well, I can't say that I'm not a fan of that. And that's a good, <laughs> that's a, I, I, that, that's one Eat that I your words. can cheaply knock out, make it fast. Give me more monkey versus lizard. I I want it. I don't care. It doesn't need to be good. Just show me the fucking radioactive dinosaur fight the giant monkey. Give, that's, that's all I want. <laughs> Give me more of this. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: We are less than a month out from new Zelda, sir. We are. Tell me your thoughts on on Tears of the Kingdom. I can't wait. Yeah? I think it's going to drive me up the wall. Okay. Because Breath of the Wild, there was a bit of a learning curve for me on that one. Yeah. Uh, Just Zelda puzzles in general. Okay. Is always an adjustment for me. Uh, So I think I'm going to be like, wait, what's going on? Mm. And there's just going to be a delightful segment of me... Uh, screaming obscenities as I try to figure out why this effing thing isn't effing working, even though I'm pressing the effing button like it effing
0: told me to do. H- have you considered live streaming yourself playing the game? Because I mean, you could probably get an audience doing exactly that. I well, n- Nintendo's very litigious.
1: I don't know if I can.
0: I think you can. There's there's know. all kinds of like uh, one of my favorite YouTubers right now is Quinbo Bin, and it's just he. It, it's just a guy who uploads clips of him playing. M- I. I, I a a variety of games but the ones that really drew me in were his uh everything that he did with breath of the wild and just making ridiculous commentary as he goes along the way he's fucking hilarious um in such a low-key way i think that's why i enjoy his stuff but uh yeah i think you can get away with that
1: but i'm so excited for the story i'm just like where do we go from here right Uh, spoiler looks like we have to save zelda again i'm uh, i'm I'm, tired of her i've
0: heard fan theories that she's like she died Good. Is that why there's <laughs> tears all over the kingdom? Exactly. Good. That's she why she's died, the Triforce of Wisdom
1: is lost. And it's it's a revenge story. <laughs> That's interesting. No, I think she's stuck somewhere. I think she got herself captured and Link, who's growing a kick ass mullet, by the way. Yeah. Uh he has to go save her again. I'm pretty sure he's tired. I mean, he's
0: the hero of time uh he's been doing this forever (laughs) in a while literally (laughs) forever (laughs) he's i think after a
1: certain point he's got to be going yeah i'm i'm fucking over this do you think citizens of hyrule like they, they they there's a there's a baby boy born in the family and the mom's like let's name him link and the dad's like uh fuck no 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 No, no, no. (laughs) You are not maniac. But he's a hero. Yeah, do you want him to be a hero too? Like, I want better for him. No, he's going to be a fisherman. I don't want him cut in in an eternal loop. Oh, what do you want to name him? Beetle? Yes. He will carry on a family
0: tradition. Look, Beetle... Here's two things that people don't give Beetle enough credit for. One, Beetle is fucking strong. Like, you can't tell me him carrying around his shop doesn't make him, like, jacked as shit. I think Beetle is a beast under it all also beetle is disgustingly filthy unforgivably rich because he always has money to pay out for whatever you want and he it never even crosses his mind to not buy the things that you
1: have he has fuck you money he never stops hustling he never stops hustling (laughs) now if we ever get a uh a zelda film adaptation you better be sure beetle better be in it and he joins link on his quest because beetle can carry shit who would who would play beetle oh lord i'm not there i have no idea (laughs) i have
0: no no idea i gotta i want to think on that one because i I, it would be picking the right actor for beetle i think is going to be critical
1: yeah yeah in the meantime we'll cast nick cage
0: oh i was gonna say you know who's really hot right now after the uh, mario movie charlie day He is. Oh, he could be a decent beetle. Uh,
1: Right? Yeah. Couldn't you see him as beetle? Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out who I'd cast as uh, Ganondorf because I don't think there's anybody dripping with as much Riz as uh, Tears of the Kingdom Ganondorf, apparently. Adam Driver. They are. He's not big enough. You know what? He's a pretty big dude. You know what? It's Adam Driver's fault. It is his (laughs) fault that people are so thirsty for Ganondorf. I'll explain why. But, no, uh, do you do. remember when Last Jedi came out? And there's that scene with Kylo Ren with his shirt off and his way too high pants, very high pants. Keith yes. wore his pants that high. Do you remember Keith? And his I remember. Pants? They yes. were, yeah, they were up there. Nipple pants. Yes. Uh, and people went bananas. There was not enough water on the internet for all these thirsty bitches <laughs> going after Kylo Ren. And I was like, what? And ever since. <laughs> There have just been things that pop up in the internet that people go uh, go crazy for, and the latest is Ganondorf, Tears of the Kingdom Ganondorf, and I'm like, look, I get it. This guy is, this guy does not skip the gym. No, he's he's not. He looks like he's he's ready. He's a wrecker. He is not only going to conquer Hyrule, he's going to steal your bitch too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. No, but the Daddy Gannon right there, he's he's ready to play. they Daddy people G. Are, they're going They're going crazy over him. I'm like, okay, remember, he's the bad guy. Link he is, is going to have to whip his ass at some point. Right, yeah. You okay we, with that? Like, you're going to have to put him down. I'm worried about if any of these people ever go back and play Ocarina of Time. Because that battle is full of... <laughs> <laughs> hot, <laughs> hot, <laughs> hot. They're probably asmr losing their mind why hasn't that already been like I, that's I probably like, just a rabbit hole i
0: haven't discovered yet and i'm happy to let it lie ganon link porn yep <laughs> look man i i we don't kink shame everybody's got their thing like you know it's it, it if that's if that's what you're into like live
1: your best life sure but i swear to god if zelda is tempted by daddy g because he's so handsome after Link literally saved her kingdom.
0: I mean, but how many times have we seen that not play out recently in movies that we've watched? Like Krull and... Uh, um, oh my God, there was just another example of this in cinema.
1: But they've uh, never been as, as beautiful as the Druid As Ganondorf? King. Have you seen this art? He is just... He's very masculine. Is he? But with a certain air of femininity... That is common to the Gerudo people. <laughs> do, we Gerudo, be, Gerudo. do we think he's going to be? Do we think he's going to be Gerudo again? I mean, he looks it. Does he? Okay, he looks like he's got that. I have questions. Okay. I have questions, and all the trailers have teased just enough for me to just ask even more questions. Because I mean, you had Ganon in the first game. You right. had Ganon, right? Yep. And my understanding was you always fought Ganondorf, and then he would come turn into he would become he would manifest as ganon as man or yes. twilight princess i think he does it backwards but still he's the same entity right and so, we destroyed malice incarnate that's my understanding but
0: apparently we didn't but maybe we just sealed it away it's I the sword yeah. that seals the darkness it's not necessarily the sword that destroys the darkness we and might the need sword to get is fucking broke we might need to get the master sword upgraded yeah yeah, it's it's busted in this one. It's going to pull a narsal Yeah,
1: I'm not. I'm I'm oof. Link never gets to be king. He doesn't want to be king. You don't know. Nobody ever asked him. He's a very quiet person.
0: He yeah, never... I, 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 I I I think if he wanted to be king, he'd speak up.
1: <laughs> Link, you should rule the peoples of Hyrule. <gasps> OK, calm down. You don't have to. <sighs> that is all he says.
0: Link's Links. sounds are a category
1: of their own. They're fantastic. <laughs> There's a lot I'm looking forward to in this game, uh, okay. chiefly tied to the story. I cannot wait. And it comes out right before my birthday. Nice. I'll try to wait to my birthday to give myself a present, but no promises. No promises. No I had vacation to. that week. So I don't know. I might be like Happy Mother's Day. There you go to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm. I, I think the only thing about Tears of the Kingdom that I'm, because w- when it was announced, I was like, I, I, I'm all in because it was announced when I played the original uh, Breath of the Wild for the very first time. I was late to Breath of the Wild. Um, and so when like it was announced, I was like, I I'm all in. I'm ready to like jump right back into this world. I also played Breath of the Wild during pandemic, where I had a lot of free time on my hands, and I am already in my mind like, how am I going to find time for Tears of the Kingdom?
1: That's a big that's a big problem.
0: It is because it's I mean Breath of the Wild. If you just want to do main story, is easily sixty hours. Wouldn't you say? Oh yeah.
1: This this game's gonna take forever.
0: It's it's gonna be a
1: huge huge
0: game. I mean that's it, like I start to like game it out in my head. I'm like if I play an hour a day, and it's a hundred and twenty hour game,
1: like it'll literally take four months to complete. Yeah, and it, when we say complete, we just mean like get through the story. Just get there, through the there's story. Still going to yeah, be a ton of completionist stuff to do.
0: And that's putting an hour a day in, and like finding an hour a day for video games right now. That's why I'm like really big on my retros right now because they're they're pick up and drop.
1: Yeah, today's games, you can't really do an right. hour and get anywhere. Right. Yeah. So My, my kid is in, big into Super Mario 3D World right now. Nice. He's Good been playing out on the Switch, getting the hang of the controls and everything, and it's great, and I'm very sad to take it away from him uh, when <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom come out. <laughs> <laughs> He's just going to ask me to play it in front of him. Right. And I'll be like, well, all right, fine. I tried doing that with Skyward Sword, but I hate Skyward Sword on the Switch.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, Skyward Sword was one of those games that I, um, I missed. I've never gone back to to even attempt it, and like, uh, the the motion controls just throw me. I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't know about this.
1: So, I am counting down the days. I did my taxes, so I know we have money to get the game. How to the seventy dollar price tag? How uh, you do with uh, your tax return this year? Um, I did okay. The okay. New IRS military force came and banged down my door and they were like, give us money and um, threatened to send me to a third world country. And then they realized they owed me money. And man, did they leave so quick? (laughs) Took six months. Uh, (laughs) No, uh, it was this year was fine. We we do it almost day of like I think I'm opening Christmas presents and my wife is like, hey, I need your tax stuff. I'm like, it's not the new year yet wait uh so that's all smooth we, we don't waste time get it done real quick um last year was funny because we did our taxes we owed money because mm. my wife did something screwy when she got a new job okay uh so it's fine so we we owed money we paid it and we moved on with our lives and then the irs sent us a very threatening letter telling us how we have not paid our taxes and owe all this money and that we better like cough it up immediately or they'll send us to a third world country. And <laughs> we immediately pulled out all the documentation that was like, uh, no, you're an error. But the thing right. was how to even respond to that and get the right. ball rolling. There are so many barriers sure. to get it done. Cause it was like, no, you can't just call and talk to us. Uh, there's an office like an hour away from you, but you have to make an appointment. And by the way, we don't pick up the phone. Of course And you can't make an appointment online. And so it was just this whole painstaking thing.
0: You know what, though? I got to, like, again, not to get too terribly political. This is not the IRS's fault. This is Congress. Like, they have been actively taking funds and resources away from uh, the IRS for, like, decades. And the bill that was supposed to add to IRS the, the IRS's staff, so that shit like this doesn't go on where you have to track them down you know on the other side of the world for XYZ, that was defeated because everybody just saw it as 80,000 like new little government agents or something It's like no these are people that were they were just trying to hire on so that regular folk who have to interact with the IRS had an easier way to do it. Um,
1: our tax system is so fucking busted. Look, we hate the IRS. Nobody loves the IRS. They suck. But they are a necessary evil.
0: And I, I think we, we hate the IRS because just nobody wants to pay
1: taxes. Sure. I hate the IRS because they send super threatening letters over a mistake that they made they, i, I know that's yeah. when you hit back to them and i wrote a very passive aggressive letter in response that did my you wife do went a, over and did, like did kind you, of you give them a per my last email almost yeah um, but yeah it was a super it was very polite but as a uh, you can tell i'm pissed off sure and you know, because i had the receipts <laughs> right <laughs> the, like no and of course once they get that they're like Oh, weird error. Give us like six months to figure this out. I'm like, oh, you told me I had like a week, motherfuckers. Again, though, you
0: get six months? Can't, cannot, like, cannot reiterate this enough. This is why we need to fund the agency properly so that it doesn't take them. Like, I, and this is the thing. Most of people's frustration with the IRS right now goes back to we have taken resources. I, I am not, like... I'm not defending, like, the, the IRS from from a standpoint of, like, I, I, just they're a government agency that probably needs some overhaul. But we are forced to interact with them in such a way that when it becomes difficult to even get a hold of them like this or they need to do some kind of rev- review, they don't have the resources to do these things in a timely manner. And that is, that is the fault of the politicians that we have put in, in, in office. Like, I'm, I'm a little, like, weirdly defensive about the IRS. I think that they are trying their best... And they have not been given the appropriate um, uh, the appropriate personnel or finances to actually carry out their mission
1: in an efficient manner. No, I mean, honestly, my, my gripes with the IRS are the same as the postal service, and it comes from again por- like mismanagement and lack of funding
0: because exactly because we don't fund these things. like I, I the, the the insanity that the postal service should like make money. I, I still don't understand where that idea came from. Like, the Postal Service is some sort of business that the government's supposed to make money from. It's like, no, the Postal Service is a service provided to the citizens of the United States because of the fucking taxes that we pay, handled by the IRS, by the way. Like, both of these institutions are desperately underfunded and, and have had their resources stripped away, which is why everybody hates them now. But, I mean, this, is, this was the goal. Right. Like the the very, you know, conniving uh, politicians behind all this were like, if we defund them, they'll break and people will say we need to continue to take money away from them. So we have done this to ourselves. You hate the post office. That's on you. You hate the IRS. That's on you. Like I, 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 the royal you like society. The, the, the big you. Yeah. <laughs> not me, myself not, and no, I. Not, you're right,
1: Look, yeah. I conquered Jericho, but don't ask me about uh, don't ask me. <laughs> 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 just knock the walls down and move on knock the walls down and move on yes sir yes indeed. No, numbers guy uh now and i have uh further thoughts about this and i will just leave you with the teaser if we want to discuss this next week Um uh, do you think it is some people's goal to eventually become uh united states of america by wells fargo
0: a hundred percent and i would love to discuss that in in a in a, in a later episode yeah no question
1: in the meantime i am going to go pick up my copy of the two towers and read a chapter or two excellent because that's what i'm doing now i'm channeling my inner christopher lee love that trying to do a yearly reread
0: i i think that's brilliant I'm all about that. I uh, want to quickly give a shout out to my mom, who is very disappointed that she did not get a direct shout out from us last week. So thanks for listening, uh, mom. And just in general, to all of our listeners, Thank you very much for listening. We sincerely appreciate uh, you uh, joining us on this little journey every week. Um, We uh, are are just, uh, I am deeply humbled by the fact that people are listening in on us. So
1: truly to everybody who's listening, thank you very much. Yes, thank you very much uh, to Ryan's mom and to all our (laughs) listeners. You know who you are. We don't because you haven't left a review or a comment (laughs) or anything. So this is kind of on you right yeah exactly let us know who you are so we'll so shout we you out we will yeah absolutely yeah the it, is is that the whole reason we're, reason we're shouting out your mom is because she was upset that she didn't get a she a requested a shout out, a shout out. yeah exactly. she want, okay all right she didn't have anything to contribute then
0: she was just like <laughs> no i i yeah i i guess i guess in that way i'll i'll have to say mom step it up like i'm going to need something put to put your mom on the spot here <laughs> right yeah aunt gail gives me you know material every week to to come i, I i'll say this okay hang on mom did say uh that she's like uh she wanted to, me to mention that um we talked about like controversial books last week and all that and asked don't you remember when we would read all the novels at night we would always discuss characters and themes so Yes, we we would always go beyond just the the skin of the words and 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 delve them a little bit deeper and discuss the uh you know what it was that, that the author wanted us to take away. So thank you for Oh shoot, we were
1: supposed to Yeah, thank thank you. Okay. Uh- Ryan's mom thank you we were supposed to be doing band book of the week that lasted one week I've read some books too I know
0: we need to we have like we've got Greta watch to get back to Um, she just released a a movie on HBO we've got um, band book of the week that we need to get back to and we still
1: have like a bunch of news topics that we need to come back to oh yeah because news keeps happening it does Uh, the world continues to be a terrible and yet weirdly funny place But you know what? We mentioned Harry Potter this week. Harry Potter was banned in schools for a while before witchcraft. There's actual spells. Did you know? Like it's all Latin for actual spellcraft. There's been documentation. Oh, Uh, yeah. Abracadabra
0: will kill somebody.
1: Yes. Yes. Huh. Well,
0: you learn something new every day, don't you, Josh? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Who knew? Who knew? Dangerous stuff indeed uh, i'm like there's, there's legitimate issues to have with harry potter if you want it's not the witchcraft <laughs> <laughs> good lord uh, uh so there you go yeah. there you go check the box check Turn, the box it. excellent wonderful <laughs> don't say Alohomora in class it's new state law new state
0: laws yes <laughs> don't give them any ideas
1: thanks for listening guys tune in next week see you next week